This is the Positive Psychology Podcast, episode 68. Welcome to the Positive Psychology Podcast, bringing your earbuds the science of the good life. And now, your host, Kristen Trumpy. I'm back! Well... What shall I say? It wasn't a planned absence, and it also, nothing horrible happened to me or anything like that. The only thing that happened was that life happened, and I had work to do, so I had uh, I had to prepare a couple of classes. I'm giving a class on um, identity and positive identities at the community college, so I got really wrapped up with that. And as some of you know, I launched the German-speaking podcast, so yeah. I fell off the wagon, and I want to get back on. I want to produce the Positive Psychology podcast regularly. I haven't decided yet on a schedule. I mean, my dream would be to go back to the weekly schedule because I actually love that. I love that routine, but I don't want to make any promises I can keep, so we shall see. However, the Positive Psychology podcast is going absolutely nowhere. And Sharon, thanks for asking, but I'm fine. Don't worry. And I'm not going anywhere either. So today, we will talk about minimalism. I would like to say that this whole episode is not based on scientific research, but the only reason is that, as far as I know, they haven't really bothered to look into it. I'm absolutely positive that if they would, they would find a lot of interesting results. Considering on what we know about how much consumerism makes us happy or unhappy, I really want to dive into this idea of minimalism because it offers a way to think differently, not just about the stuff we consume, but also about ourselves. I have some minimalist tendencies, but am not a minimalist myself. I use lots of their ideas to make changes in my life that are important and meaningful to me. And it is my hope that you get a few interesting and possibly even inspiring ideas from this episode to learn to shift your life more from focusing on stuff and outside expectations to what's truly important to you. What is minimalism? It's based on the idea that we have too much of a lot of things. We have too much stuff. We have too much debt. We have too many activities crammed into a calendar. There are too many distractions and there's too much noise. And by freeing ourselves of this excess, we make room for things which we might otherwise not have enough time or energy to do, such as meaning, finding meaning, time for the people we love the most, time for the activities that bring the most joy, a sense of peace, creative expression, and creating a legacy. A minimalist is someone who prioritizes joy, meaning, and fulfillment. Not just in theory. So if we ask people on the street, do you think joy and meaning and fulfillment is important? A lot of people will say yes, but what distinguishes a minimalist from a lot of other people is that minimalists don't just agree to this in theory, but in action by removing as much as possible that doesn't meet this criteria. What is minimalism not? What isn't it? So you don't have to become a monk who lives in some kind of cell. You don't have to give away excess children. 
you don't have to say no to everything that's fun. You don't have to own only 100 things. You don't have to buy secondhand for the rest of your life. You don't have to become a vegan. But you can give all these things a try apart from giving away your children, please. So what are the benefits? Well, if you engage in this philosophy, you basically have more time. You feel less guilty. More, You pay more mindful attention to the present. And you feel less discontent by not needing to keep up with every, everyone else. People also experience better health by eliminating stresses, stress, excess food and making time for a healthier life. So things like sleep suddenly become more possible. There's also more freedom. If we have less commitments and less stuff, we are more flexible to move around. And last but not least, more passion, meaning and expression. Now here are some guidelines. One is quality over quantity. So instead of having 30 pairs of shoes, you just have a handful of those that you really like and love to use. The same is true for your schedule. Instead of cramming it, you say no to things which don't help you grow or don't give you joy. Another guideline is the guideline of simplicity. Think about the things that are complicated in your life. If you can, eliminate them. If you can't, think about how to simplify it. This can include anything from how you do your grocery shopping to how you save files on your computer. And what is interesting and what we know from science is that our brain is constantly using energy to keep the distractions away from us. So if you're standing in the middle of the city, your brain is working hard to, to not highlight, to suppress the impact of, let's say, the traffic noise. You still hear it. But your brain is kind of toning it down because it knows that you don't really care about that sound. Or other input, such as the sound of the, the AC. We are all processing these things all the time. So by removing these kind of inputs, we do relieve our brain, so to speak. It has more capacity to focus on whatever it is that we care about. And then finally, there is this issue of space. There is something about modern life that makes us fill up spaces of all kinds. Empty shelves, bags, but also empty time slots and silences. A lot of people are uncomfortable with silences, but actually we need these things. We need space. So enjoy the space and remove the things you don't need. Because what happens is it makes the stuff that you have really shine. So that's it. Even this episode is minimalist. But because I care about your comments, I will include them. Because as I said, we're removing anything that we don't need and include the stuff that's important. So here is a review and it's called, the title is Uplifting and Informative by Suki424 from the US. I love this podcast. It's become an important part of my mental health care. I really appreciate the way the material is presented in an informal and caring way, like conversing with a compassionate friend. Thank you for your contribution to humanity. Thank you a lot, Suki. I, I am touched by this. It's something that I, you know, sometimes it might be that I don't 
understand who is listening to this. How could I if you do if you guys don't leave reviews or don't send emails? And it's always touching if you suddenly know like, wow, this is actually serious. It's not it's not just some luxury that people, you know, listen to to be entertained. It's actually something that that makes them feel better. So thank you very much. The next one says motivating and informative by intro introvert entrepreneur. Hi, Kristen. I found your podcast a few weeks ago. I've been binge listening. I tend to jump around. Based on your episode titles, so far, I've enjoyed. So, and then she goes on to list a lot of them. Thanks for keeping and share. Uh, sorry. Thanks for sharing. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I will try to continue. And thanks a lot. I, I really like... I, that's one thing I love about podcasting. How people can be really loyal in a way that I don't believe a lot of people will binge read a blog or or something like that. So that's what I love about this medium of podcasting. I I really feel, and I, I'm a podcast listener myself, so I, I listen to tons of podcasts and I love that connection, that binge listening when you actually find something that you enjoy. So thank you a lot. It's it's great honor to be among those who you binge listen to. And then Chica Happy has left a review where it says helpful and delightful. I binge listen, there we go again, to every episode over the last three weeks. I learned so much. I love how knowledgeable Kristen is, but also how she delivers the information in a simple, easy to understand manner. I also enjoy how she connects with her listeners. It's like I'm having a chit chat with my best girlfriend. Oh, Thank you. Thank you so much. That's that's touching. And here, one from China. So all the others were from the US. And this is, I believe, the first review from China. And it is from 90 Jenny. And she says, I want to give it 10 stars. Well, why not? <laughs> Tell iTunes that. Amazing podcasts. I can listen to several episodes one time while I'm walking. When I finish all episodes, I think I'll listen to them once again. Just wish more people will find this podcast and the excellent producer will release more episodes. Yes, I will work on that. Appreciate all the wonderful efforts you've made from Irene from China. Thank you very much, Irene. I believe you're the one who went first in China. And even if it's something like leaving a review, I believe there is this little hurdle that people have to overcome when they leave a review. They're the first ones. It's the first thing that someone will see and it will be there for a while. So be brave people. Like Irene, be the first in your iTunes store. If you go there and you see, wow, there is no review, be brave and leave them. Because as Irene said, that helps other people find the podcast as well. Okay. Take care, and I will be back with more, I promise that. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Positive Psychology Podcast. We're saying goodbye with Happy Yogurt. <laughs>